This is The Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM, where we examine the truth disparity between what's on social media and what's actually true. I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm Garrett Goolsby. Today we're talking about Kyle Rittenhouse. Okay. And I have a confession uh, right off the bat. I have a few confessions throughout this. We realized um, this right before we started recording. <laughs> throughout this episode. Um, I have a confession for Chronically Online, too. So get excited about that one. This one, I when I did my little social media scrolling and like that sort of thing, I definitely spelled Rittenhouse with two D's <laughs> instead of two T's. So everything you found on social media is posted by other people that can't spell. Oh, so we very much selectively chosen your information that I, you've intaked. I think it came up spelled with T's anyways, but I definitely typed in D's. So I have to, I guess, just see Rittenhouse. Oh, no. Okay, I think it comes up with the ones that are... Yeah, there's still... Oh, some people are just spelling it wrong. That's awesome. So okay. we're talking about somebody that nobody has ever heard of, <laughs> Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> so and Jillian has some <laughs> random information about this guy. This no. should be very exciting. I feel like such a fool. Oh you my are goodness. a fool. Okay, well, I did, I did still get a good amount of information. Oh, that's good. Um, Fake information, but still information. That's so... Uh, it might I not be to, true at all, but you know. It is true. It could be about somebody totally different. And, I w- and the thing is that if we hadn't talked about this, I would have gone out into the world, and if people were talking about this case, I would have talked like... With full authority. You've been a Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh, my goodness. Okay, anyway, let's talk about what I know. Sure. Are you ready to hear it? I'm ready. So, um, basically, there's this kid. He's 17. His name's Kyle, mm-hmm. which is already a red flag. Um, <laughs> my brother's name is Kyle. Yikes. Tell him to change it. Um, <laughs> his last name is Rittenhouse. And there was a protest going on in Kenosha, Washington. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I actually go. have been to Kenosha because my dad opened like a theater company in Kenosha. That's a little fun fact. So I've been to Kenosha and Is it nice? Uh, no. No. Um I mean it's not bad. <laughs> I just don't really I don't remember like walking and being like, whoa. Anyway. Um so he lived in like I don't really know, Anatoc or something. I can't remember what Antioch. It was. Antioch? Yeah, you're oh close. My gosh. You're close. Um in Illinois and he drove thirty minutes. It was thirty minutes was emphasized to um with an AR fifteen <laughs> to the protests that were happening in Kenosha and he was basically there to defend the buildings and the um, businesses from the rioters that were there. Um, was this a Black Lives Matter riot or what? Pretty much. It, it, it was? Okay, mm-hmm. I wasn't entirely sure but because they didn't really talk about it. They just talked about the protest or um, the riot in general. And what I know to be true about this man is first of all, A, he's 17 so it's not legal for him to have a gun in the first place, I guess, by mm. Wisconsin mm. law. Um, that's a tweet that I saw. Obviously, do not quote me on that. Um, so, like, he's already breaking the law in the first place, and then he shoots somebody. Um, and so that's the next part, is that he, like, there were three um, protesters or rioters, and no matter how much I scrolled on my misspelled Twitter feed, um, I could not figure out if they approached him first or if he went up to them. Interesting. Um, I'm, I'm assuming, because they've left out that information, that they approached him, and it was, like, the one thing that I kept seeing quoted was like, you can't claim self-defense for a situation you created. And so Hmm. that was a lot of what Twitter was saying was like, Hey Kyle, you're the reason that this, um, like that this even happened in the first place. And then you shot them for no reason. I will say Twitter is pretty loud about the fact that the three, um, people that, I don't know if he killed three people, but there's three people involved. Mm -hmm. Um, the three of them, 
one of them was like a pedophile and one of them was like yeah and not good to his girlfriend and the other one was uh something else um but they somebody highlighted that in on twitter in like the comments and they were like these people were not good which i don't think we should be using stuff like that as justification for shooting people um but that was one thing that they included um i'm trying to think if there's anything else i know that oh he's in, he was declared innocent okay i saw that this morning on twitter um, yeah. that he was declared innocent and people are really mad about it. I don't, I, the narrative seems to be that he drove up to this place with an AR-15. He's a 17 year old and he should not have a gun. Um, he killed these three people who may or may not have approached him. I'm not entirely sure. Um, and then went to court and he is declared innocent. And so it all kind of, I'm obviously missing a lot of information. <laughs> clearly, Not too bad. I mean, the logic there is not very good. Um, no, not really. So do a favor But neither me. is the logic behind, you know, trying to get information about somebody that doesn't exist. And which, yeah, just But it seems like name. you did okay. I mean, I got, I got what I got, and it was all pretty, like, I'm trying to think if there's anything specific I saw that I wanted to share. Um, oh, they, a lot of tweets were about him crying on the stand, mm -hmm. like that he cried. And so a lot of the tweets were like, he cried on the stand, don't feel sorry for him. Even if the protesters attacked him, we know for sure he shot one in the back, the kill shot. Oh, so he shot one in the back. Um, he didn't have a right to a gun at his age, and he shot someone in the back. And that was like what, they, that's what the internet kept saying. So did they say anything about like the actual trial proceedings? Was there any, no. not really? I, I figured social media probably isn't no too interested chance. in that. Yeah, so um, that's basically what I got out of it. Um, if you're just tuning in now, this is the Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm Garrett Goolsby. And we're talking about Kyle Rittenhouse. So but are you going to help me understand what actually happened? Sure. So like you said, Kyle Rittenhouse is a 17-year-old kid from Antioch, Illinois. Antioch. Um, the reason why he went to Kenosha, right? In August of 2020, there was a police shooting involving a guy named Jacob Blake, who was a convicted criminal. Long story short, he resisted arrest, mm -hmm. and the police shot him. He died. And Black Lives Matter showed up. There was lots of rioting right, and protesting. Right, They were tearing stuff up. Mm -hmm. And Kyle Rittenhouse decided to go to Kenosha oh. and help the police defend property that people were trying to vandalize. Mm -hmm. Okay, That was his... Uh, his intent or his I stated feel like intent. I that's weird. Do you think that's weird? It is definitely weird. For a <laughs> citizen to go and help the police? Yeah. Is that something that people do? Well, not really in America. Not okay. traditionally. Okay. Um, I mean, sure, it happens sometimes, but no, it's it's a little weird. That's strange. Okay, um, good. I'm glad especially we... Especially the fact <laughs> that, you know, the, the question is, why does the 17-year-old kid feel it's his place to yeah. go in the first place, right? And it was an AR-15, yes, right? Yes, he had That's an AR-15. So about that, there's been a lot of talk about, well, he shouldn't have had that gun. He had that gun illegally. As far as we know, the gun was given to him by somebody else who was older than him and had the right to purchase that weapon. Is so he it wasn't to have purchased it? illegally. I mean, he's like holding it, right? So it's not, he didn't buy it. He was just given it. It's sort of gray, right? It's sort okay, of a so fuzzy, are you allowed fuzzy to, space. Are you allowed to just hold it then if you don't buy it? Sure. Nothing really? keeping you from holding it, yeah. I mean, that's kind of like, doesn't that... Now, he's going to face charges, of course, for discharging the weapon. Oh, okay, right? never mind. Then that no, that's, sense. yeah, okay. yeah. Um, but like, you know, nobody can regulate whether or not you can hold something. Okay, that makes right? sense. Okay, never mind. Um, so anyways, 17-year-old kid goes to Kenosha thinking that he's going to defend property? Question mm, mark? Okay. That's the idea. Right. So here's kind of what happened to him when he got there. And this is the Jacob Blake thing or is this is now? 
This is so. This is what happened right after the Jacob Blake shooting, right? So this is an old case. Yes, this is old. So this case has been waiting to be heard for, I yeah, about a year now. This was recent. No, so the Jacob Blake shooting happened in August, uh, August twenty third. I knew that. I just didn't know this was part of of twenty twenty, right? And the riots happened in the couple weeks after that, right? So the like the the trials are just happening now, though. That's they're deciding what Mm. kind of punishment he gets now. Gotcha. Um. So we've waited all this time. All these people have uh, still not gotten unupset about what he did. Gotcha. Okay. You know, so now we're figuring out the verdict, right? So okay. what happened to him back in 2020, according to his own testimony and according to other people that were there, right? And according to the video that um, somebody, some bystander like took a video on their iPhone. And so mm-hmm. you can see kind of what went on. Oh. Um, basically, what you can hear is you can hear some of the mob starting to yell, like, get him, get him. We want to kill him. We want to kill him, oh. right? Oh. So people start running after him. Um, and, the 17-year-old kid? Yes, 17-year-old kid. Um, hmm. And so over the course of several altercations, he runs in with three in particular individuals. One guy swings a skateboard at his head uh, a couple of times, successfully hits him. Um, Ow. Another guy throws a, an, a rock that hits him in the back of the head. Um, oh. the, th- the, the same three guys like chased him for a while. Uh, one tried to stomp his face in, and that was so he fell on the ground, right? And the guy runs up and tries to tries to kick him in the face, right? And that's when he raises his rifle and shoots him. Okay. Fires one shot, he died. The guy he okay. shot dies, right? Um, there was another guy that lunged at him with a pistol, pointed the pistol at okay. his head and lunged at him, and that's when he fired the other shot, killed two guys, right? Okay. The third guy who actually testified in the court um, was just wounded. He got shot, was wounded in pretty rough shape. Okay. Um, like you said, all three of them were convicted criminals with okay. rap sheets as long as my arm. You yeah, know? that's that's the thing um, that social media did So say. not upstanding citizens, mm-hmm. right? Also, side note, all three of them were white, Black Lives Matter riders, which is sort of interesting. It's like I did see a tweet about. Yeah, that. it's just sort of an interesting side note. All of them were white, and they were really upset, you know. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, this kid, according to himself, shoots in self-defense. Right, mm-hmm. two people dead, one person wounded. Mm-hmm. So let's just read the list of criminal charges he faced going into the trial. This is Kyle. Yes. Okay. The, this is what the prosecutors charged him with. Okay. okay. First degree reckless homicide, so that's 60 years in prison, right? Two counts of first degree endangering safety using using a dangerous weapon. I think that's somewhere around 15 years in prison apiece. Um, First degree intentional homicide, that's 60 years. Uh, Attempted first degree intentional homicide, I think that's somewhere around 20. I may be getting that number a little bit wrong. Uh, Possession of a dangerous weapon by a person under 18, that actually wound up getting waived. So they wound up not charging him with that okay. um, because they figured that they realized that the evidence for that was shaky to the point where they weren't going to bother. Okay. Um, and then failure to comply with an emergency order from state or local government. Basically, he was it was a curfew violation, right? The city oh, of Kenosha. Right. I didn't see that. Yeah. None of those people were legally supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were all in violation of the law. So curfew. Essentially, if he, like we said, he's he wound up not getting convicted, right? He got uh, was pled not guilty, right? Um, successfully, and. But if he hadn't, right, if he'd lost, he's looking at basically the rest of his life and yeah. he's getting out as no, an old definitely. man. Um, you know, so not a good situation for him, right? Yeah. Um, as the prosecution started to unfold, there's some very interesting facts of kind of how things went down mm-hmm. um, that, you know, sort of make you wonder about the decision that was made. So the first thing that stuck out to me when watching the prosecution is the prosecutor, who is a very experienced 
uh, court lawyer, is an incredibly unlikable human being. Okay. <laughs> um, he's just very kind of slimy seeming, you know, just very, very unlikable, right? Yeah. And he intention it almost seems like he's trying to rile Kyle Rittenhouse up when he is being oh. cross-examined, right? Um, so when he's questioning him, he violates a lot of really, really basic rules of the court. The judge okay. actually at one point dismissed the jury and rails at this guy. Just, you know, they're talking about the judge is an old man, right? He's sitting yeah. there just, he stands up and he is yelling at this prosecutor for violating all kinds okay. of norms and rules that the court has. Gotcha. Things he's not allowed to do, right? Um, he also tried to bring in a separate case to sort of corroborate what he uh, was trying to prove that mm -hmm. the court hadn't allowed him to do, right? You have to get permission to do that. Um, and he did that without getting permission. Judge was super mad about it. Mm -hmm. So anyways, there's a clip on YouTube of the judge just standing up and yelling at this guy oh for goodness. a good 10 or 15 minutes <laughs> um, when, after he dismissed the jury, right? So oh my goodness. Um, the prosecutor just, it seems like he just blew it, right? If yeah. Even if he had a case to make, he just absolutely blew it. But anyways, oh. um, as it unfolds, you know, the the hearings unfold, it gets more and more clear, at least to me and I think to the judge and the jury, that, um, you know, first of all, whether he should have been there or not is kind of obvious. He shouldn't have been there. Yeah. But we can't decide whether or not, you know, that's that's not really something they can decide about, like a, right? A, the court of law doesn't get to decide if no. he's able whether, to take a trip. Exactly. You know, he went there, he was there, so we have to decide about what he did while he was there. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty obvious that he had there's reason to believe he was acting out of self-defense i mean mm -hmm. you know guy swung a skateboard at his head a couple of times tried to basically brain him with a skateboard yeah. another guy lunged at him with a pistol um you know people were trying to kick him they were yelling kill him get him we want to kill him you Is know it just because he was there do they yeah pretty much did the guy on like okay so the guy who survived on the witness stand did he give any sort of information as to why he like attacked him um what he said is okay. So that's another thing. Is the people that witnessed against Kyle Rittenhouse also sort of fell apart under cross examination. So okay. this guy, um, originally, what they're trying to prove is that he didn't ever attack or provoke Kyle Rittenhouse into mm -hmm. shooting. That's what they're trying to prove. Um, okay. It wound up being during cross examination that he on the stand said, "Like, yes, I lunged at him with a gun." Oh, okay. Um, so that sort of fell apart. Immediately. Right. Um, what he originally was the story he was trying to tell yeah. was that. They saw him as a threat. They felt threatened by his presence. So they were trying to kind of chase him away, right? That's oh. what he was trying to convince people of. Okay. Um, but questioning after that and sort of the footage that was revealed, it's pretty obvious that that wasn't yeah, what case. was going on. Especially if there's footage of it. Like. Yeah. No, it's it's all, it's all it's pretty heartrending to watch, you yeah. know, because, I mean, he's a kid. Yeah. You can tell that, you know, what having him questioned, right, mm -hmm. just sort of shows, like, you know, he's just a kid. He totally broke down. And he shouldn't have had an AR-15. Yeah, well, he shouldn't kid. have had an AR-15. I mean, there's a lot, I feel like, that goes into this of just things that shouldn't have happened on all sides. I think that's of course. pretty obvious that the this circumstances leading up to this happening, um, not ideal, and there's fault on both sides. Oh, I absolutely. Yeah, I mean, one, you have to wonder, like, I'm going to sound like my father here. Where were his parents? You know, like, well, actually, you, you have to wonder what made him think that that was okay that for him to be job. there, that it was his job. Um, That's because so strange to me. It doesn't seem like he's a bad kid. Mm -mm. You know, he doesn't seem to have a record of like really, really reckless behavior or anything yeah. like that. 
Um, but it definitely seems like in this case, he's sort of, you know, his head sort of swelled up a little bit. And he thinks, oh, I can, you know, I can yeah. go do this. I can protect when it's not his place. He's it's not so trained weird. to do that. You it's know, it's so, the whole situation is so weird. But um, he was declared innocent. Yep, he's innocent. And we'll see what he winds up, you know, yeah, we'll up see. with punishment wise. I mean, it's not going to be 60 years in prison. That's yeah. the good news. All right. Well, before we um, give social media a grade, I just want to remind everybody, this is the Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm Garrett Goolsby. We're talking about Kyle Rittenhouse. Um, Rittenhouse. Not to be confused with the imaginary Kyle Rittenhouse. I keep saying that. Anyway. um, Who does still exist on social media, apparently. You learned some good things about him. I mean, yeah. I I think they probably just corrected my spelling. Like, some people really did misspell it, though. I checked. Anyway. Not important. What's important at this point is the grade. I have my grade. Do you have yours? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. B. A. Okay. I think it did pretty good. I think it did a pretty good you know, job. Overall, it seems like you got most of it right. Yeah. You know, it wasn't I mean, anything I, glaring. I was like, oh, that's. I mean, I didn't know whether or not they provoked him, but I did kind of just, from my own social media experience, kind of assume they did because they failed to leave out anything like that. Yeah. I guess. Um, but yeah, I one thing I didn't like that I didn't know was like the time period of it all because <laughs> sometimes on social media things just come up like we saw that with the fair life thing yeah that was We're two years that ago this. was three like, years ago we don't I on social media I have no concept of like mm-hmm. it's when, just a time capsule you yeah. just like all right oh this is what's happening right now this is what we're thinking about right now any issue from 10 years ago can be like oh, this is now we're mad about this now literally yeah um but I don't have much to say about that are you ready for my chronically online I'm pick? so ready are you ready it's not that good um it's not as in wild, don't the last sell yourself. One. Well, it's kind of hard to beat last. <laughs> I last totally week. agree with you, um, but I will say, kind of high stakes, Jillian. <laughs> my second confession of this episode is that I have been more active on social media re- recently Whoa. in an attempt to attract more chronically online <laughs> attention. You're trying to provoke people now. I am. I'm trying to figure out like where these people come from and what they're going to say because it's absolutely <laughs> wild. Um, I was unsuccessful this week even though no. um, I was very social media-ly active. Is that, um, did you just... Uh, nope, not a word. Um, no. but we don't have to talk about okay, it. Okay, fine. Um, but I will say that there is this song. This is very chronically on. This is like the essence of chronically online is there was this woman on TikTok and she wrote this song. It's The title of it is I Am Woman. And okay. like it's just basically her... It's just her singing to like this jazzy backtrack that I think she made, um, like different attributes of her being a woman. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> people really like the song because it's really catchy. But a lot of people are like, I'm not a woman and I don't relate to this. How unfair. Change it. And so they made her release an I am human what? version mm. because <laughs> there are people that are not wom- women who want to relate to the song, which <laughs> you guys, mean men. For example, well, it also just like ni- non-binary oh, people okay. being like, like "Oh, like, like I want to be fearless." No, <laughs> like, like people who are just who want to relate. There's a whale that's really <laughs> upset. <laughs> no, no, about this. No animals are involved in this. Um, it's not a woman. No, but like that's the thing is, this is the most chronically online sort of idea. Is it like, oh, you made art that I can't relate to. You made something that wasn't directly targeted at me and my human experience. Change it so I can relate. What like. And it wasn't it wasn't mean. And actually, the the woman did it, and she was fine with it. Like nobody's angry about it. It's just like one of those things where you look at it from the outside, and you're like, guys, that's stupid. People can write about their personal experiences without it being targeted to you and how you feel. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about this, Garrett? Um, I think it's quite stupid. I Imagine, agree. like, think about how many songs you listen to on a regular basis yep. that don't relate at all to the world you're living in. Mm-hmm. I think of Taylor Swift's new album. She's constantly <laughs> I love singing. Her. About men that 
do not exist. Yeah, right. Well, actually, because they're like, so great. Nobody is relating to what Taylor Swift is singing about because no man well, worth no that exists. Well, there's no chance John Mayer deserves that much. Like, no that shot. Beautiful of a song. No he way. was not like he doesn't have the capability of. No guy does. No, like I agree, and I like I sing I sing Taylor Swift songs, and I've never like been in love in my life, and I just never I like it's just I sing it, and like, that doesn't keep you from enjoying it. No, no but I sing it still like still art. A little bit of imagination moment, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's a. And I suppose if those that aren't women want to like have a little imagination moment while they're listening to this yeah. song, sure, sure, a little weird, but sure. I mean, and also if you want it, like make it yourself. Like go yeah. ahead and. Make like, your own song. Don't make her do it. Like that's. <laughs> I, I am know. a goldfish. Like imagine feeling proud of something and then people being like, "This is good," but what do I get out of it? Mm. Like, and then you're like, "Huh? Uh, I guess I'll change it." So I mean, she was compliant and nice about it because people on the internet kind of have I mean, to. That's be. just like listening to a Taylor Swift song and be like, "Okay, where is my perfect?" But what man? about when I dated this boy one time and I don't have a song about that? Like, bummer. It's just one of those things. Right one. So yeah, exactly. Have um, you ever written a song about a boy? Yeah, I have. Oh no, Jillian. I have. I'll show you. Is it, it a later. good song? No, it's horrible. Oh, I read it no. when I was fourteen. I'll show you. I have a video of oh, it. Oh no. Uh, if I, uh, I feel like. Anyway, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like I should expand upon that, right? Okay. I don't feel like that's fine. It's called Clueless, I'll and I wrote it with my friend Callie. I'll show you. I'll show you after we're done with the episode. Thank you to everybody who tuned in. This is the Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale, one hundred one point seven FM. I'm Jillian Parks, and I'm Garrett. And we will see you next time.